Hello again, and welcome to the Monroe Community Players podcast with the Green Room Groupies. As usual, so far at least, I'm your de facto host, David Warm, and joining me hanging around the Green Room are Brian Burchette Ross, Ron Roberts, and Robert Yeoman. We've all introduced ourselves in previous episodes, so go back and listen to those. And, and if you still like it, come back and finish this one up. As hopefully you've all figured out by now, we talk about the art and business of theater here with a focus on the amateur and the community type. I have a feeling today's topics are going to spark some interesting discussion. So let's dispense with the usual introductions and dig right in. First, the business of theater. Dum, 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 dum. A lot of different governance types out there for theaters. We have some theaters that are based on their membership. Everybody gets a vote. We have some theaters that are based on boards that are self-elected and, and find their own uh, people. We have, I don't know, other types of theater out there as well. So, in your opinion, group, what is the best type of board or way to run a community theater? First off, I have to say I completely misread the question I thought it said, what type of government is best for community theater? Oh. I now was like, oh, that's different. Sorry. <laughs> Governance. Uh, I think the best type of government we can all agree is, well, we shouldn't. No, no, <laughs> I don't no. Think we can. Mayday, mayday. I don't think we're even going to go there. No. no. Uh, but um, but yeah, what 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 is the best way? I mean, should should a community theater be run like a club? Um, which which, to be honest, frankly, folks, uh, Monroe community players, that's that's really our structure at the moment. It has been historically. We have dabbled with the more board centric uh, uh, way to go, but sometimes COVID happens. <laughs> <laughs> And and you know, I want a T-shirt with that. <laughs> and and you 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 have to, to to deal with who who frankly can be there. Um, but but we know certain groups, theater groups in our area, um, the River Raisin Center for the Arts, for example. There is no membership that actually elects the board. The board is self-perpetuating. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of the bigger groups are actually that way. And some of it's because their members, who actually tend to be patrons, uh, you know, if you've got some people numbering in thousands, it's becomes difficult I, I think to uh, to get into a free-for-all kind of thing for elections and maybe they still do um, frankly when I've worked with other groups I haven't paid a lot of attention to how they run the group uh, because you know it's a chance not to be involved <laughs> with running the group when, <laughs> when you're on stage with somebody else uh, but but perhaps some of you have some different thoughts well um, Ron's looking at me. Just to, to, to kind of comment on what you just said, how with other groups you don't pay attention to how they run their organization. Maybe it's because it's just being run. And I think that that's a, uh, if we're talking pie in the sky, blue sky, everything is great. Money's not an issue. I think that um, having a structured board is the best. Um, having people on the board who, while they are they want to be involved on stage or backstage, um, possibly being detached from the actual art part of it might be the best thing to do because then emotion can be taken out of those things. Um, I think we've all sitting around this table know how emotion handles and plays into decisions. When we made our move, um, people become attached to things, um, physically attached to things. Um, and I think if you have a board who can just look at you know the black and white and say, okay, this is the decisions that we need to make, um, present us with whatever shows you'd like to do. We can look at that from a, a 
what's the word I'm looking for, clinical eye and say yes or no. Um, now, that may sound a little bit, you know, uh, antiseptic. Maybe that's not the right word. Um, but I personally think that if you can remove the emotion from those types of decisions, everything else can fly. And I think if it's because from a director and from an actor standpoint, if you know that the board is just there to make those decisions and once that decision is made, they're not going to quote unquote meddle or put their hands in the pot. I think the product might be a little bit, you know, something that more people would enjoy. Just, just my two cents. Right. And uh, I hear that, but I'm thinking from a practical standpoint I, I have been involved enough in other groups operation to know that I think that's the hardest thing for a board to do um, because I do know that sometimes a president will be walking by seeing a rehearsal doesn't know the full extent of what's going on and suddenly they're saying what the you know what are you doing here um, this isn't the show I thought we were doing you're doing something wrong we need to step in and I have heard stories uh, from other groups you know about how they had to replace directors at the last minute because of this, that, or the other thing. We only have their words for it that mm -hmm. they really, that the director really was failing because until the show goes up, it's hard to tell if a director is failing. Yeah. Um, I don't know where I'm going. Well, I can <laughs> chime in. Another version of that is someone <laughs> with <laughs> the best of intentions. We'll start off with that for the best of intentions, they are offering advice to directors with the best intentions. It doesn't work that way. If you are the director, then you are the director. If you are a board member, you are a board member. You are not the director. You could offer hints and suggestions all you want off stage, but to discuss directorial choices with the director, that's not what a board member is supposed to do. That's not what a former director is supposed to do. Be there to support, but not to criticize too much. <laughs> because if I'm in the room, oh yes, I will. <laughs> uh, I think I think that's a key point too. Is maybe you say something out of sight of everybody else. Um, I, I know I have been in situations where I've been directing and having someone else come and say, "What? Why are you doing that right in front of the rest of the cast?" And it's like I'm not here to explain myself to you. Mm -hmm. I'm yes. here to get the support of this cast, and I'm doing this in the best way I know how. Just because you think this dance doesn't look appropriate here doesn't mean that it's not fully appropriate here with the script and what we've been working towards. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think a board, unless there's something horribly wrong within the cast and the directors, board members just don't need to put their opinions in at all. I mean, unless you're a friend with a board member and you say, "Hey, you know, George." Watch this scene. Tell me what you think. That's one thing. But for a board member to come in and go, well, let's see. The board approved this, so now we're going to see if we like it or if we're going to pull it. That's it's no. That's you know the board members need to keep their mouth, you know, closed. And of course, politics are a problem in any any Absolutely. situation. And let's face it, in a small group, the board members are probably in that show. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, like mm-hmm. in, if you're doing a Monroe Community Players production, I dare you to find a show where a board member isn't present in some capacity mm-hmm. just because of the nature of the volunteer base. Sure. Absolutely. I think at that point it almost becomes um, kind of like how the former presidents, you know, they always talk about how they're not supposed to comment on the, the current president of the United States, and for the most part they don't. And that's part of that is just courtesy for the, for the respect of the office, and I think from the board perspective that's another thing that should be looked at, that, okay, you know, if the director asks for opinions, then we give them. But if they don't, you know what, we, again, to Brian's point, we signed off on this show, we just stand back and we, and we wait. Yeah. Well, and, and to your point, you know, in an ideal world, the board is dealing with the business and everybody else is dealing with the art. Right. Um, but but let's, let's say, okay, we're not in the ideal world. What is the best way then? Should there be this separate board, this all-powerful board, or should the input from the membership count towards something? One how, way- how democratic should... A community theater be one way i'd like to we did this for a year or so and instead of having memberships at members at large we literally put the directors of each of this season's shows on the board so it was hmm. literally a board of directors because you can have people complain about how this was done or that was done now you're all on the board you all have responsibilities Mm-hmm. which I think drove it home a little bit more. But unfortunately, it ended because as their shows were done, let's say, and this is just pulling it up, the person who was directing the Christmas show is now done, doesn't really care about helping out all that much in the June and July show. Mm. And there, mm-hmm. that's where it fell down. Yeah, we're, we're, how do you maintain that interest? Well, for the good of the group, that that's an that's an issue I've seen in uh, a few different uh, community theaters groups. In groups, it, 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 all groups, not just yeah. community theater, yeah. not just theater, but I've definitely seen it in community theater. I have been with a company that everybody just goes from one show to the next with that same. You were there for me. I'm here for you. What do you want me to do? And that's. And when you get that, it's amazing. But yeah, you're right. There are a lot that it's like, well, my show's done. I'll see you when I want to be in a show or I want to direct a show or whatever. You lose. I think you lose a lot of the the community in in that kind of a, a you know situation Definitely. because out of necessity. Because let's say Dave is directing a show, he knows that he's got like ten to ten to fifteen people that will go. David's directing. Okay, I'll do whatever I can do. What do you need done? Mm-hmm. And then you've got the new person. Hi, I want to direct. I want to, I want 15 white grand pianos. <laughs> and we all go, that ain't happening. And basically, they don't have any support, even if they were joking about the 15 white pianos. Right. Which they weren't, which was what? Never joke did. about white pianos. Never. <laughs> never. Um, and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> You know, then does it become a culture issue with with Nicole? No, you know, I to me that I think that's where then you start to do that deep dive, peel the back the layers of the onion. If you can't get the continued support, why is that? You know, and again, mm-hmm. that's probably a topic for another day as well. But 
is there a, a root cause within that group, not in any group for that matter. It could be a group of friends. It can be anything. Is there a root cause that makes people take that step back and say, hmm, hmm yeah, no, I'm, I'm good right now. And I think if we could find that answer, we could probably solve just about anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and especially right now in, 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 you know, I think we can all, you know, for those who may be listening in the far future, this is the year 2021. Um, COVID pandemic is still in place, but the past two years have been just <laughs> so unusual. Um, and everybody, I, I was talking to someone at work the other day and made the comment, says, I've never seen so many people on edge all the time yeah yes definitely i mean mean, our interpersonal relationships have changed oh they people don't joke anymore everything Mm -hmm. is serious Mm -hmm. um you know even decide you know not even talking about mask it's even you know do i go to this place anymore do i go to that place you know there's just such divergent opinions Mm -hmm. um that frankly i without going into the political realm too far i think Frankly, we're starting well before COVID. Oh, yeah. But oh, yes. This has been exasperated. Yeah. And, and that has to bleed over into our community theaters because we are made up of people from the community. Mm-hmm. You know, is, is that part of what the problem is we're, we're seeing now and just trying to get volunteers, period, for anything? That's a good question. Yep. I, I don't have I an agree. answer to that. I, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I have, don't either. And the answer is... <laughs> For you in the future, <laughs> tell yeah. us, call us, and tell us what we should do. Oh, mighty men from the future, we have 2021. We have a Ouija board waiting for you. Just contact us and oh, let no, us no. know. No, that's, no, none of that's Satan board. Don't that uh, Satan board. No, no, no. They can contact us from the future. They'll get they'll they'll get the answer. They'll figure it out, and then they'll contact us in the beyond. We'll ask because we're already Spock gone. to figure it no, out. They'll have to. Oh, they'll reach us through the Ouija board. Yeah. Yes. It, it definitely wasn't funny when you have to explain it. So never mind. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Not to offend any Ouija board users so, out there, but you're being silly. <laughs> the views expressed by Robert Yeoman are clearly his own. <laughs> Do not represent those. But you wrote it down, Ron. <laughs> wow. Anyway. I didn't think I was the new guy anymore. The beauty of this medium is, is there are no cameras. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> What's this on my phone? <laughs> Um, so, so if we're, let's going back a little more to the structure. So, so we get into, yes, if we put aside all the interpersonal relationships, you know, the times and, and let's face it, we like to blame COVID for a lot of things right now, but the reality is the times are always difficult. It's just a matter of how you want to express that difficulty. I think something's always going on. Um, the, you know, I, I keep getting torn back and forth because at one time if you would ask me, I would tell you the only way to do it is a board-driven group. You need to sit down, the board, let the board have its own nomination committee, let the board go out, find its people, and, and select it that way, mm-hmm. um, keeping it small and tight, so to speak. Um, I'm not sure that's really a saying, but, but keeping it almost close-knit. But I've also been popular idea of the idea that there should be a membership that says hey we should have a voice in selecting the board which is how again historically community players have done it Mm -hmm. but but you know what happens though when in these unusual times that membership essentially dries up 
which is is really what we've seen happen is yeah. is I would say we don't have any problems at Monroe Community Players that could not be solved by more volunteers. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but when you're depending on the same small core group of people, mm -hmm. and by and small we're literally saying four to five people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, to some people it's like, oh, you have a few people. What, like uh, 20, 30? Right. No, we're yeah. talking four. Yeah. Ooh. And any given production right now. Um, and, and again, some of it has been driven by COVID mm -hmm. um, or, or that situation. And, and like I say, I, we see it across other, other groups that depend on volunteers. Mm -hmm. um, so, so how do you get people back when they've discovered that? Eh. You know, I don't know. I, I think that's a, that's a, a big question there. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I think if anything that we've learned you know, in the last little bit is that we all have had all this time on our hands. Yes. Right. And uh, granted, we couldn't do what we wanted to do with that time, mm -hmm. whether it be theater or whatever it might be. Um, I think, is it one of those things where we've learned to just get on with things without, you know, with, without those things? I mean, for example, you know, I mean, how many, how many of us out there no longer talk to as many people as we used to? But uh, granted, we're all still connected with the phone. Right. But if it was one of those things where, oh, hey, now I'm, I'm not going to go out every Friday or every Saturday. Uh, or not that, you know. One thing, especially for the, my experience with Monroe Community Players personally, is that after the meeting, which used to have about 30 to 40 people show up for, we would adjourn to another place called McGady's Bar and Grill where everybody went to afterwards who wanted to have a cocktail and talk about what was talked about the meeting. Right. And literally, that was started to be called the meeting after the meeting where the work really got done. Mm -hmm. Because that's when you're like, hey, if you be my sound guy, I'll take care of the costumes for your show. Mm -hmm. And that's how you got things done. Or selecting a play. Oh, I want to do Into the Woods. Are you crazy? Yeah, we were. We did it. It was, well, it did well. But I think that's one thing, again, it's, the loss of community from being in person mm -hmm. that we've lost with um, right. little black boxes attached to our hands. Right, with Zoom, as, as wonderful that has been to help us stay in communication and, and other forms of that type of media. Um, you're right, because when the, when an online meeting is over, it's over. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, nobody's really breaking off another group to say, well, let's go talk about this. Um, it's just not the same as saying, let's go grab a bite to eat. Let's go have a drink. And, may, and maybe that, frankly, because we've lost that sh social element, um, maybe the problem is not with the governance. It's with the fact that we don't have that social element anymore like we used to. You know, maybe it's just me, but I really feel like the that the world has become you know people get burned out mm -hmm. and usually you can step back you, you you take a trip you do something and and you revive yourself and then you come back i just get this feeling that the whole world's just burned out they're just done and i don't mean to sound you know like a downer and depressing but that's just i don't see anybody pulling back up again it's just like we just keep going down and down and down and we're just more and more burned out yeah, I, I totally yeah. agree. I, I mean, I think, you know, I was, you know, out of work for seven months um, with COVID. Well, I didn't have it. Let me, let me rephrase <laughs> that. Um, due to the restrictions, I wasn't able to go to work for seven months, which, 
everybody's like, oh, that must have been awesome. No, not really. Like the first two or three weeks were great. Mm -hmm. But then it was like, I just want to go back to work. You know, I just want to do something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the kids were home from school and thank God they're older because if those of you who <laughs> have younger children that are in school that had, could not go to school, bless your hearts. Um, you know, it's just, and to your point, I do. I think that people are just like burned out. Now, granted, you can we can leave our homes now. We can do things, but it's like, do you really want to? I know. You know, it, it's, it's like you're so tired from the last year yes. and a half that it just doesn't feel like you can recuperate anywhere because you've been at your house for the last year and a half and that didn't help in any kind of recuperation. And so you're still kind of burned out from that and you're, you're back in the world and you know, it, it reminds me of like when we were all younger, we all couldn't wait to grow up. Right. Mm -hmm. adults. Couldn't wait to do it. Couldn't, could not wait to be that adult. Now that we are, it's like, oh, this is what it is. Really? Yeah. Well, it's, it's like this that joke. Who knew being an adult meant spending the rest of your life wondering what's for dinner? There you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. What am I going to make for dinner? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It's true. This is why I think if you, this is why I think it's important right now that we start forming a group just to do a Christmas musical because everybody's depressed and it's time to bring up their spirits and everybody hold hands and welcome. Folks, if this, uh, you don't know Bob, this is not Bob that's saying this. This is somebody else who's inhabited his spirit. I'm not really sure what's going on. Hi, here. my name is Skippy. Ah, there it is. There you go. There we are. <laughs> no, I've met Skippy. <laughs> yeah. That's not Skippy either. This, that's this no is Skippy. something different. Okay. He's met Skippy. You, sir, are no Skippy. And, and at this point, <laughs> this we have all me. backed away from Bob. <laughs> like, you know, don't think that wasn't observed. Is this the panic button? Yeah. Know. Anybody else smell burnt toast? <laughs> no, but I, I think Bob has a point, actually. Um, it, surprisingly, Bob, I actually think you have a point. Um, uh, but maybe it is time. Twilight for, Zone around e there. Even though if, if you listen to our last episode, <laughs> we discussed <laughs> the importance of dramas, um, it, maybe it is time for more of the escapism, mm -hmm. um, which which is not what Brian wants to hear as he's developing. <laughs> I was going to say right drama. after January, right okay? After January. <laughs> but, but, you know, maybe you're right. We need that, that, that Christmas musical, that something yeah. jolly. Um, though, as, as Ron knows, and this is an in-joke, no Frosty the Snowman. No, definitely not. It's it's just heretical. Not going to melt? It's going to melt our little hearts during this depression? Paganistic. Can't have that. Can't have oh. that. You know, you want to do a Christmas musical. I say let's turn Die Hard into a musical, because that's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Oh, it is a Christmas movie. Yeah, it, it is, is a Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah, I, I, I thought they had. Had they? I know Bob's Burger did a kind of a takeoff on that <laughs> in an episode, but I, I don't know that they really had. Yeah, I, I think... <laughs> Dibs on Franz Gruber. <laughs> Apparently, you haven't watched the stage version of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I, when no, Bumble falls off the top of that glacier, it's quite dramatic. <laughs> I, but, but, but with a wonderful song. Well, that's good. And actually, way off topic, um, that, that show is out there um, to license Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. Um, with the if you do the bumble suit right, it, it's I think it could be something fun to see on stage. Well, I, huh. I, I know the we audience is dying to hear this, but it is called Yippee the Musical, a Die Hard musical parody. So that's yes, it. Really, it is out there. Seriously, mm -hmm. Seriously. someone's well, making a buck. Let's do this. Welcome Not to the party, pal. <laughs>
We get to kill people on stage. It'll be just like RoboCop. It's not Christmas until Hans Gruber falls off that building. Darn it. In this musical, everybody dies. I can get everybody, gets, everybody gets the death scene. And we are so far off topic. Yes. We have a topic. Uh, we did. We did. Um, maybe we can fix that in editing, too. Right. I don't know what these shows sound <laughs> like by the time we edited, but, but it really is amazing what Brian can do. Are you not a miracle worker, Captain? <laughs> um, oh, Scotty. So, so, so I don't think we've gotten anywhere on this topic. <laughs> no. Well, um, my, I my think you did. About Didn't governance? We? Well, about Christmas and holding hands. Well, no. <laughs> about, you know, a strong board versus a uh, strong membership, membership. Strong membership. Or is there room for both? I think it has to be a combination. Definitely a combination. Yeah, because actually going back to your point, Ron, right. uh, last episode, Ron talked about the passion, and you need passion to, to put on a show. I, th- I think that was last episode. Maybe, yeah. Yes, it was. Maybe it was, it was five it. minutes ago. Oh, uh, this is like truth or consequence. So, so now, With you guys, it so always now, goes so by now, so quickly. So now he's arguing. I shouldn't say arguing, but now he's suggesting that boards have to be cold and analytical. So, but how do you have – so you almost need that same passion on the board mm-hmm. to be supportive of the artistic side, and then you let the artist bring that – respect for what the board's decision and now bring the two together into this lovely Christmas musical where we'll all hold hands and sing. Or one board while Hans Gruber falls off the building. One board a financial committee. Yes. A lot of groups do that. Still in the board. Mm -hmm. So there's only one board and you have both. And you have the financial committee saying you can do Hans Gruber but we have to cut back on the Yeti suit. That way they can still have, the group has control and flexibility. Because like, you know what? After hearing about the Yeti suit and the Hans Gruber cross, let's go with 16 white pianos. Because that's still a viable choice. Yeah, I think if the, the board can be passionate about the business model of the group i think that's where their passion comes in i don't necessarily cold and analytical and surgical is probably not the best analogy but if they are passionate about okay this is the roadmap of how the group is going to be successful as long as they stay on that roadmap and they Mm -hmm. provide the artists the tools that they need then yeah absolutely they can both exist uh they can hold hands kumbaya all that good stuff and and uh, there you go we solved it all right, uh, so Nailed it. world peace is next, right? That's yeah. the next episode. Uh, next Tuesday. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think what I'm hearing is whatever governance style you want is great, but just make sure that you get the uh, you get the right people in the right places. I, I really don't like at this point, and and maybe this is. is that yeah, I think, but I think the board itself uh, and all of that. None of it matters if you can't keep bringing in new people, new ideas. That's really, to me, even more of a bottom line than than what is our governmental structure is. How do we get new people, in which I'm sure is something for another podcast. Well, and, and of course, that wasn't my next question, but maybe I think that's a more important question, and we can skip ahead to that. It's, it's okay, volunteers. You know, where are they? I mean, how do you get beyond... The people who say, it's no secret that most people who get involved in the theater group is, is because they want to be on stage. 
And frankly, it's no secret they don't just want to be on stage. They want to be center stage in the spotlight. Thank you, Lee. But how do you Lee. keep them interested? How do you keep them interested otherwise? Um, because because the reality is we're lucky if we get one, two, or in my case, twenty times to be <laughs> to be in that center stage position. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was more thirty. <laughs> it was more. Yeah, he's he's being so modest right now. <laughs> there, there is no. There, there is uh, something to be said for being a, a man in community theater. Sometimes you, you do get a lot of good roles. Mm-hmm. Um, though, though, oddly enough, and this is a subject from another time. Our group, you know, evidenced by the fact that we have four guys sitting around talking right now. Yeah, we haven't had problems in players, typically in getting men. We've had more trouble getting the women. In fact, we've almost scared women away, and I probably should have that edited out. Um, <laughs> but but we, we really, sometimes it's difficult to find women, and I think that's because of the changing role of women over the past 30, 40 years. You know, the housewife does not exist, if she ever did. And no one really wants to be the saucy secretary. Yeah, but when you've got couples that are, you know, yeah. But, but yeah, when you've got couples that are both working... Mm-hmm. And dealing with children, you know, I almost wonder. I'd, I'd be curious to see if what other groups are seeing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe that is a subject for another thing. So, so, so volunteer-wise, I think we as a group, and I think other groups have the same problem. We we talked some in previous episodes about diversity. Uh, we've talked about that, but I think just volunteers in general. Mm-hmm. How do you grab people and keep them interested? Now, my personal belief is get them involved in one show. Mm-hmm. You got them. Odds are you're going to have them involved for more than one because because there is something addictive about commun- about being in the theater. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Even even and there are a group of people out there that have no desire whatsoever to ever step foot on stage. And in fact, sometimes though, our mistake has been is we've taken a good crew person worth their weight in gold and said, oh, just just this one small part. And next thing you know, done with crew. I'm going to try out for shows now. Yeah. So so if you Sorry, crew people. If you've got a good crew, don't let them get anywhere near the proscenium. They have to stay in the wings because you're going to lose them. <laughs> the allure of gonna, the audience is too great. How are you going to keep them backstage when they've been to the proscenium? Can we get sued? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Um, Let's but, find out. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, no nasty notes. Um, but no, I, I think there's a really volunteers. You know, it's, it's how do you is there a passion you, even for theater from uh, from younger people like there was? I mean, is is that even? A, I don't believe so. Yeah, I, I mean, why should there be? Uh, no. Just no. for, for the people who can't see, I just <laughs> no. held up my telephone. <laughs> and the fact that I just called it a telephone tells you my age. <laughs> um, but, but you know, no, because they can go to TikTok. They yep. can go to Instagram. They yep. can do all the showing off they want there. Who needs a script? Yep. Who needs a stage? Who needs telling them someone telling them no. what to do because they are the star? Yep. They know what And they that do. thing has been, that attitude has been fostered unfortunately through some television series and musicals themselves yeah and i'm yeah, looking it, at you it, mariah carey and glitter you know if i if i pulled up tiktok right now i can find the most banal oh, yeah. i'd love to throw out at least one weird word a show right. um the most good. banal um things 
Mm-hmm. And by golly, there's 100,000 viewers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and what, you know, and I'm going to offer you 100 people in the audience applauding. Mm-hmm. And 30 of them are your family. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. <laughs> My family stopped coming to the theater years ago. <laughs> said, we're not, we just can't afford it. Yeah, can we many, just give you're you you're in too many shows go <laughs> we'll take you out to dinner afterwards some other times yeah okay bye um as far as volunteers go i can i'll share a little story about um i have a son in high school he's in the marching band at one of the, the local schools i won't name um and the marching band is about 120 kids okay so you would think right that wow that's a lot of volunteers possible right i mean there are so there's 120 kids maybe most of them have one or two adults that are associated with them that's so rough math what 240 people mm-hmm. 152 yeah no um it's the same 15 20 people that, mm-hmm. that volunteer for everything mm-hmm. and i mean there's even incentives so like for example if you work in the concession stand you get paid x amount an hour put into your child's account which is fundraising mm-hmm. still it's the same five or six seven people so it's a universal issue um as far as volunteers go and you know being able to find um you know people with passion i'll be the first to admit i'm not the greatest volunteer for the band because it's like you know what eh, it's my third kid i've already kind of done a lot of this i just want to sit and watch um so and that's apathy on my part um but i think that that just it's a it's so, so i think if we, we want to make sure that for those of us who are listening it isn't just a community theater issue as far as volunteers, although staring us in the face pretty bigly. Um, oh, wow, bigly. That's a- <laughs> bigly, that's almost as good as ban- um, banal. 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 <laughs> yeah. um, okay. So I think that it's, it's a universal <laughs> issue, and you would think that people would be willing to volunteer if it benefits their children. And if they're not, you know, so it, it almost it's like, okay, well, if we can't even get people to volunteer to help out their own kids, how are we going to get people to help us? Right. You know. Yeah. But, but, and what really I find fascinating, because we did the same thing when our kids were in band and, and swimming. Our kids were big into swimming. And so, you know, it would, and the four of us parents volunteered constantly for everything. And it was the same parents that volunteered yep. all the time. But amazingly, the ones that don't volunteer are the ones who have the most issues with what's going on. Absolutely. And that's and of course that has gone on throughout the history of volunteering, probably. But you know, since we're sitting here as four grumpy old men, <laughs> let's well. just complain about it. <laughs> I think we should do that. Let us complain. Begin complain. Okay. That, that's my blog post. Is is what what's wrong with all of you? <laughs> <laughs> Every week, something's new. I never run out of topics. Have you ever noticed the air? You can't see it. But it's there. But it's there. And it stinks. It does around my house. I don't know why. I'm kidding. I do know. I do know why. You ever wonder? I may have contributed to it. I the uh, so that, that actually kind of probably goes back to the governance question then too. So maybe by default it leads unfortunately to a, a board mm-hmm. that is trying to pull the volunteers in per project. Mm-hmm. 
um, because because you can get people and maybe get them active for one project, but to keep them involved for the long term, you know, it was rare. You know, uh, you were talking about how you've been in theater what thirty, well, thirty some years. Yep, uh, I've been in round, just been real community players. Gosh, it's gonna be forty years next year. Oh my God, forty. 40 years. We'll never get them back. There is, a sm- there is a smile on his face, folks. There is a smile. He's beaming right now. Tune in next week for a very special look back. <laughs> I don't have a cough button. You can't make me cough. Uh, but the... the I just threw my papers up in, in despair. Uh, the but yeah, that's that's a real issue. Is is same issue volunteers and something I think we've always complained about. We're, nobody's here to help. We got to do it ourselves. Here it is midnight. Set's not painted. I got to do it again. My other question on that is, and and do we accept the help from people? I mean, I guess what I, do we accept the the help from the people who say, listen, what can I do for you? Because I know there have been many times that I that no. I, I, <laughs> because they will do it, they will do it wrong. No. Exactly. But but actual helped, words that I have there's, heard. there's always the other side of the coin. But I helped, so I'm going away now, so I don't break anything else of yours. <laughs> no, but I've heard people say that. Oh yeah, I've got to do it myself because it's the only way to get done right. It's mm-hmm. like, but to your point, Brian, right? Absolutely. We we've we turned the help away, mm-hmm. and instead of taking time to instruct and to teach and to help. We say, nope, it's easier to do it myself. And mm-hmm. this, this happens in, in business. This happens everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you need help for? And what can I do for you? I need a lighting designer. Let me go find one. <laughs> and so we have it. We have a lighting director. You've been listening to How to Rope Someone into Being a Lighting no, no. Director. I, well, I heard somebody figure out how to not be a lighting director. Depending on how the rest Hang of this uh, week goes, week, Brian, you might need a Father Flynn. So. Well, that's true. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. No. Wow. Now, now I've done it. I've done it. Uh, directed it. Is this a good time um, to mention cats? Yes. <laughs> About time. Are they on the buffet? Wondering what happened. But no, I I do. It's not even a lighting director. I need someone to to turn the lights on and off and help us set them up. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, great. I really, I would be happy to. I want to, yeah. I know we've just gone off way off topic. Volunteers retaining. What helped me at the beginning when I started with uh, players was there was food. You went to uh, a meeting and you were always, there was a pot of sloppy joe. There was somebody with mac and cheese or coleslaw. You had every meeting was a social event. Okay. You know what? I, I, honestly, I'm just saying, let go of those pearls, Bob. <laughs> Lord, I'm getting the vapors up in here now. Unclutch. Um, I do agree with you. I, and I really My actually eyes do don't too. Don't say that. No, <laughs> I'm just, and I agree with you too. I mean, '84 is when I started, and I, I enjoyed going to the meetings because there was, there was a camaraderie there, and and the food did help with that. I mean, you know, you had your food, and everybody was just kind of happy to have some really bad sloppy Joe, yeah, or turkey. Turkey Joe's, Turkey Tom's, Turkey Tom's. Those are delicious, and you shall never. I, I didn't say shoe. I didn't say. I didn't say they weren't. I liked them. I just said turkey. It made me think of Lou. Is what uh, I'm saying. It just made me think of Lou. Love Lou. As Love long you, Lou. as Miss you, Lou. as long as it's free range, gluten free, 
no probiotics, hormones, or anything like that. I'm fine with turkey. And a smoke-free home. <laughs> smoke Stay free. in the car. Stay in the car. No. Um, Rice cakes? You're right. The social aspect is, 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 a, is an issue. Yes. Um, because that's, that's what draws a lot of people. I think you should do it for the love of theater. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be funny with my emphasis of theater. But I'm not. Uh, it, but but knowing the problem, but, but it, the is that, <laughs> <laughs> it is that. Um, but it is it is that social aspect, and I, I think again, and that's where you get the volunteers. Yes, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I I've uh, done soul searching though with my relationship with food, and 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 gosh darn, I'm tired of my life being revolved around food. Even though without food you don't live, so I guess it doesn't. Food matter. wins. I bake a mean pop tart. Yes, I heard the big thing now is to make your pop tart, but then slather butter on top of it it's and so put it freaking back in. Good. <laughs> it is. Really? Where is that from? Where did I pick that up guy. at? It's a Family Guy. It's a Family it's Guy. So it's freaking good. <laughs> Has anybody oh, done dude. it? Anybody out there? I, I, do we get any butter pop tarts? I do not because no. I only buy frosted pop tarts oh. and I just can't see butter on a frosted pop tart. Yeah, oh. but I've been tempted to buy a regular one. And what if you try. put it on the other side? Now, there was a Simpson episode once where Homer took a stick of butter and wrapped the pancake around it with a toothpick and ate it that way. Now, I will say I've tried that. I did do that on stage one time. I butter, really? Yeah. I like to butter my cheese. I bet you do. <laughs> That's not a euphemism, is it? <laughs> no, no Folks, it's getting a little crazy in here. Butter, well, butter, is, butter can make everything better. It, it, it does. Everything's better with Everything's better with butter. Put blue bonnet on it. Everything's better. Okay, now we've just lost 15 minutes of the show. (laughs) I thought we just gained. (laughs) We may have. Mm. Um, (laughs) I have a lot of editing to do. (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe not. If people find this fun, we can You know what? And I have no problem with Um, it. we, We can just move on to our own thing once a week. Here we are. Who brought the sloppy joe? As long as we have sloppy joes and sloppy toms, we're happy. Preferably with buns. I like buns. And butter. And butter. Lots of butter. We All right, butter. so we got your basic turkey toms with butter on a bun. We do need to move our theater, however, from the side of town it's on to the side where the hospital is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, if we're going to spend a lot of time in the emergency room, I have a feeling with the Oh, cardiac arrest, bypass, and all that. Maybe yeah. ProMedica could become a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Do you hear that, ProMedica? Well, we'd all wear green. <laughs> Every show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Price for the right price. Sponsoring the geriatric actors of Monroe Community Play. Here we go. Sunshine Boys. That's not every show every month. <laughs> that's not spaghetti. That's linguine. Um. So, so volunteers. <laughs> oh yeah, is what we were talking about. How do we how do we grab more of them? So we think that this is this podcast is apparently not the way to do that. Uh, but, but we are. But you know, I think you're right, Bob. The social 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 aspect. Yes, definitely. Um, and and again, as we talked earlier, how it you know that's that's tough now, but there must be ways to do it. How do we bring people back together? I'm I'm concerned just frankly about selling tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, for any given show because right. you know that's our revenue stream that's how we pay the bills um and and right now without tickets and sponsorships you know, they're hard to come by how do you 
get people into the door again when mm-hmm. when they're afraid some cases afraid to come together mm-hmm. um you know uh wearing masks will only go so far yeah i mean what is the answer i, <laughs> I, the answer? I, I, I don't know. know a lot a lot of groups have it um and and where do we find these answers? I think again in discussion, probably in someone else's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, were, we were going after your podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. well, and and some of it. Um, hopefully, we find on October second, which will probably be after this podcast actually broadcast. The Community Theater Association is having a live event again, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, uh, trying to get together and get some of these answers together. Um, players meetings we try to get things to you know we try to solve some problems while still still moving forward uh, I think literally one show at a time I think you uh, said it once when we when when players started coming back you said and I and I totally agreed with this and I think it's the best course of action at least for this group and probably maybe some other groups when, when you get to a certain point you just got to say okay now we're gonna do this for us we're going to we're going to do the shows we want we're going to do the and you know hopefully steady staying that course maybe we will get more maybe maybe by doing what we want it we've wanted to do we'll attract if not the same crowd a different crowd that'll say hey i didn't know they were doing that i didn't know they were doing doubt i didn't know in january they're doing twilight of the golds and you know maybe by seeing some of those i'll say well if you're doing that stuff i'd love to help yeah and, and frankly the plan was always when we moved to this new facility the mall of monroe uh and we're actually getting another new facility that the mall has uh, gotten behind and helping us to build out um so we're quite excited about that but the whole point was that we can now do any show we want well not any show we want but because of the size of the facility but still we can do a show a month mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. we we can do more shows now than ever before. In theory, that should translate to more people being involved than ever before, um, not just in watching our shows, but mm-hmm. also in being in the shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we, you know, that was the idea and the hope. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, like I said earlier, COVID happens, <laughs> and here we are, um, you know, 18 months into this new arrangement, and yeah. we've only had a couple shows. But they were well attended mm-hmm. for what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, we hope we hope that shows going forward. And I guess I'm going to maintain that the way you get volunteers is by doing more things and not less. Yeah. I, I was with this group when we went through a period. It's like we were doing six shows a year, and they said we got to cut back. We're all burned out. We can't get more people. And and I argued that no, that was the backwards way to do it. And frankly, we've cut back to four shows and. I think history bore me out that we had fewer people involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there weren't as many opportunities. Um, you have to use the being on stage as uh, kind of the hook, the carrot at the end of the stick. Right. And then, then work with them. Hopefully they get to like us as people so well and, and the social aspect that they want to do more things with us just because, you know, we're fun to be around. I've heard. Thank you for everybody for joining us again. Um, we've come about almost to the end of our time. Um, so, that's how about all. somebody do their favorite theater joke? Okay, let's do a, a within reason. I got. I, don't I got have some it. knock I don't knock. Have oh, I got knock knock jokes. You got knock knock. Are those jokes or riddles? I guess. Oh, well, all right, do one. Okay. No, it's not knock. It's change light bulb jokes. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. How many directors does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know how many. What do you think? Oh, uh, 
I see what you did there. How yeah. many light? How many technicians does it take to change a light bulb? It's a lamp, damn it. <laughs> how many actors does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. <sighs> Three. One to actually change the light bulb, and two to sit in the audience saying, that should be me up there. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that, that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many producers does it take to change the light bulb? I don't know. None. It just takes two actors to hold the ladder as they rotate him around the bulb. Because producers don't do any. You know, oh, never mind. I see. Mm -hmm. That one didn't work so well. That one. No. That was funny. I yeah. used to know a lot of them. That's something we could end with. All the, That's something we could end with. I just used them all. You have a book of hundreds of them. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't just make those up? No. Oh. Brian, Brian, Brian. <laughs> Here, I gave him too much credit. Yeah. Yes. yes. Hmm. Get that $1.75 back right away. <laughs> so, once again, folks, that's all for this episode. See you next time with more discussion from the Green Room Groupies and Monroe Community Players. Don't sue. Say goodbye. <laughs> Don't say. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, goodbye everybody. everybody. Yeah.